0: Right. Hello? Oh, put me on preaching too. Set it on preaching, the soundboard. Get preaching. Testing one two. Test. Test test. Hmm. It's on. Is guest muted? Test test. Test test. You might test, 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 test. I was tested it before and it worked fine. Test, test, test. It says like IP something or another. Somebody changed the name on it from guest. Test, 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 test. Test, 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 test. Am I slid all the way down? Test, test, test. I wonder if the gain is up because the gain was way down this when I come back in from lunch. Which one's me? This one? Yeah. So... What's this say up here, what's it say? Test, 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 test. 28. Yep. Okay. It says it's broadcasting. Test, 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 test. All right. Well, I'll talk loud. It sounds like it's going out over the deal. I just don't hear it on the speakers for some reason.
1: It's all right. I don't have any problems with that. All right, we're going to finish up, laying aside every weight, and we're going to finish this, this uh, series up and uh, not draw it out anymore. <laughs> so um, Hebrews chapter 12, verse number one, just to get us in the right frame of mind as we're thinking about that. It says, remember this morning, most of us probably have this verse memorized. It says, "Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, lay aside every weight." And sin, which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. And so we've been talking about running the race, getting rid of those obstacles that keep us from doing the work that God wants us to do. Today we want to focus, or tonight we want to focus on this verse right here in in Philippians chapter 4. Philippians 4, verse 8 to 9. We'll pretty much stay right there. If you want to turn there, it says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things, those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you." So let's open with the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you so much for this evening. We ask you to be with uh, Brother Mark and and, uh, this... uh, diagnosis he had of COVID, Lord, just be with him and and uh, help him to recover quickly from this and, and to get over it, that it not be a, 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 a bad case, Lord, that uh, the symptoms will be mild and he'll be quickly over it. Lord, be with uh, Kathy, protect her and keep your hand upon her and keep her safe as well. And Lord, we ask you to be a pastor and help him as he travels home. And Lord, bless our studies tonight as we look at this final chapter here on laying aside weights, Lord, just, uh, Lord, just uh, uh, touch our hearts, Lord, give us uh, a clarity of understanding on the things you'd have for us here, and be with me and guide, guide the things that I'm supposed to say. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, you know, everybody, uh, <clears throat> we spend all the time, or we don't have any problem uh, evaluating things. You know, in fact, we have developed a lot of tools to be able to evaluate things, um, i got to get my highlighted notes so I know when to change the slides. <laughs> uh, you know, take your car for instance. You know, your car, we have a dipstick in it, right? And, uh, come on, there we go. We have a dipstick in our car, and we use that dipstick to test the oil and, and evaluate how much oil we have. You know, if you don't do that, you know, what happens when, you're, when you don't have enough oil in your car? You know, it overheats, right? And like my my daughter Hope was here, if she could tell you, it overheats the car and pretty soon the engine seizes up and it doesn't run anymore. And your $40,000 car turns into a $500 piece of junk, right? <laughs> Just sitting there in the driveway. Can't go nowhere, anywhere. You know, we have all kinds of, We have a speedometer in our car. tells us how fast we're going. We have RPM meters telling us how fast the engine's turning. You know, whether we're over-revving it, going to blow it up. You know, we have uh, uh, indicators for lights and for heat and for oil, all those things in our car. We evaluate our car's operation all the time, you know? Uh, We also, you know, think about the weather. We evaluate the weather, don't we? We have tools to evaluate the weather. We have thermometers, we have uh, uh, rain gauges, we have uh, whatever they call those things that test how fast the air's moving, you know? How fast the wind's blowing. We evaluate the weather all the time. Get down to your finances. You know, you're going to gonna evaluate your finances. You get a monthly uh, a, a monthly statement from the bank to tell you how much money is in the bank. You get a monthly statement from your credit card companies. How much have you been charging? If you have uh, investments, if you have uh, 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 retirement funds, you, you get a statement from, from the uh, investment people, you know, the stock market reports to, to know how, uh, how those things are going up. So we are always being evaluated. And and things are getting evaluated here. You know, and we've been talking about running the race, you know, and running the race. And I don't know how many of remember track or when you ran track, you know, you if you're running track, you usually have people around this around the circle as you're running. And they're, they're the guy. They got a stopwatch. Right. And, and you come around your first lap if you're running a multiple lap race, you come around your first lap and said, hey, you did it in this many seconds or this many minutes. You know, you're, you're ahead of schedule, you're behind schedule the next lap. And they keep you up to that. They're evaluating how fast you're running while you're running. That race, you know, Uh, the church has had has has tried to evaluate our life, and and that's what we want to talk about today: is evaluating our life. And the church over the centuries has tried to develop ways to evaluate our life. You know, the early church. Uh, the, the early church fathers they, they took the word of God, they took the teachings of Jesus and then they went and got and, and, and the, the, the letters from Paul and the letters from Peter and James all were collected and, and they put all those things together and they kind of condensed through those things and and, um, and uh, they moved through those things and um, they they, evo- they developed a formula a, a way to evaluate our Christianity, our spirituality, uh, based on our actions. They evaluated our actions here. Uh, you know, if you did certain things right, if you performed, uh, you know, certain duties, if you did them so many times, you know, then then they could evaluate those and they could determine whether you were a a. a A pure and a holy Christian, you know, if you were living up to the standards that was God was setting. That was the evaluation system had. Um, But you know, what became abundantly clear, quickly clear in that in that scenario, that that uh uh, evaluation of to-do lists is that you know we can never do enough. You know, okay, we have a list of ten. Next month it's a list of 15, and then next year it's a list of 20, and then it's a list of 25, you know. We can never seem to do enough. In fact, a lot of the Protestant Reformation came about because uh, uh, they they were tired of this never doing enough type of thinking that no matter what you did, it was never enough. You know, they were always demanding more. Uh, Martin Luther, you know, nailing the thesis is on the door because priests had this method of indulgences that they were testing your, your uh uh, a spiritual worthiness, your, your right to, to, to be with God based on the stuff you did or what you could buy. You know, you bought the indulgences if you couldn't do, do the work that, that was required for you. And so, um, so, so they, the, 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 that part of the Reformation came out of a rebellion to this to-do list evaluation system that was out there. Well, most of us here, except for Judson, Oil, well, and Melissa and, and Adam, I don't know if they, they probably don't. But you know, during the '60s and the '70s, we grew up in a rebellion period. You know, us, us boomers—you know—we <laughs> grew up in a time of rebellion in the '60s and the '70s. You know, we began to rebel against this this idea of lists and this idea of uh, uh, of, of a to-do list. I, I know we can remember setting for many services where they re- went on and on about the evils of rock and roll. You know, that's not saying there's no not evil in rock and roll music, but you know that that's, that, that was that was one of the, the things on their list. You know, and don't even mention going to movies, you know, if you went to the movies, you know, that was definitely pff, your, 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 your spirituality went way down, you know. We we were exhorted, of course, to, to pray and to study and, and and our Bibles and to give our, our, our tithes and our missions offerings and all those things that we were we we were encouraged to do, exhorted to do. But it really got the feeling like a checklist, you know, where if I just check off everything, then I'll be okay, you know. And I, I have met all my standards, you know, kind of like the, uh, the food chart at, at school, you know. You have the food pyramid, and as long as you eat so much dairy, and you eat so much protein, and you eat so much vegetables, and you eat so much, uh, what's the rest of the other category? Um, Uh, Grains, you eat so many grains. You eat eat the right amounts and in the right proportions, and voila, boom! You're healthy, right? You know, and that's what it kind of seemed like to evaluate our spirituality based on a set of checklists. But uh, our generation uh, decided on a different way of evaluating our spirituality. Uh, In fact, I think it was uh, uh, had a lot more shortcomings. It was more flawed than. Our mom and dad's checklist, uh, the, the checklist that we grew up under. And, and that was the, basically the fact that we're not going to have any evaluation tools at all. You know, that sounds great, right? Nobody's going to hold me accountable for anything, right? <laughs> you know? And, you know, so we grew up in an era where we began teaching our kids, you know, do your own thing and I'll do mine, baby. You know, <laughs> just, you know, go about, do whatever you want to do. Just don't bother me with it, you know? And it, it kind of eventually morphed into this whole attitude uh, of, I've got mine. and. Uh, um, And and you get yours. And that that kind of that kind of thinking, that kind of evaluation in our lives led to a society that was very self-isolated. We we were very selfish. We were very isolated. You know, we're kind of like, I'll do it on my own. I don't need anybody's help. Just, you know, just let me go about my own way, do my own thing. But it also led to a very polarization of people. Um, and, and from that, that's where we get a lot of what's happening today with, with all this, these different groups. You know, um, you're young or you're old. You fall into one of those categories. You know, you, we put them in a box. We fall into that category there. You're short or you're tall. You know, you're, you're, uh, you're thin or you're not so thin. You know? uh, you're black or you're white. You know, you, we go on and on making up all the different categories uh, that, that, you know, people have now uh, uh, to, to put people in these boxes. And so really we came down, that no evaluation tool was worse, at least it failed, wasn't any better than, than the do, to-do list that, that had been in the generations before. It still wasn't a good philosophy for judging or evaluating our spiritual life there. Um, uh, <clears throat> you know, Most of us you know, really do though, we need to take time to evaluate our life. We need to take time to figure out how our life is going. You know, am I on track? Am I am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Do I need to change anything? We need to take some time. But you know, we all kind of cringe at the idea of being evaluated. You know, being judged, somebody pointing out our shortcomings. You know, we we don't really like to do that for people to do that, you know. If if you're at work and the boss comes up to you and says, "Hey, you know, it's time for your yearly evaluation." Don't you like <laughs> You know, don't, no evaluation. I don't want to be evaluated, you know. We get all panicky and we get all tense because, okay, I, I did this and I did this. I, I wonder what he's judging me on this time, you know. You know we get all all hyper about, about this, this, uh, this evaluation that's going to go on, you know. Um, but this last message on, on running the race, I, I want to give us the, the, an idea of uh, uh, the ability to evaluate ourselves and see how we're running the race. You know, where are we, where are we at? Are, are we on pace? Are we falling behind? Or are, are we keeping up? You know, a way to evaluate ourselves. And, um, you know, to answer that question, how can you know that uh, your life has been valuable? How do you know that your life has been doing good? And well, I, I think the only way we can truly do that is when we use God's evaluation plan. And get quit using man's evaluation and start using God's evaluation plan. And that's what we read in Philippians 4, 8 and 9 is, I think, his evaluation plan. Uh, and let's just read it one more time. He said, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. So, you know, it'd be wonderful, and I think it's a wonderful thing if we had an evaluation tool uh, that could tell us whether God was with us or not, whether God was was present in our life. And... uh, um, this here in verses 8 and 9, we have a list here that, that uh, the writer here, that Paul is telling us that if we do those things, and verse, the end of verse 9 says, the God of peace shall be with you. So if we, if we look in and we evaluate our life and we look at the gauges, these gauges of, in our life and we, and we evaluate ourselves, we can determine where we're at in this race that God has placed before us to go. And again, th- these things are all based on what's in our heart and what's in our mind. It's not based just on external attitudes, external actions on the outside. It's what's coming from our heart. You know, and so uh, the first thing we want to realize is that you know, while, while most false religions like Buddha, Hindu, Confucianism, some of the new thinking, they're all about emptying your mind. You know, we, we talked about I think a couple weeks ago, Pastor talked about you know we we want they want us to empty our minds. You know, but God wants us to fill our minds. He wants us to fill our minds with these these good thoughts, these wholesome thoughts, these thoughts that are in line with His character, and that's what He wants to fill us with. Um, it said that a person thinks 10,000 thoughts every day. That's a lot of thoughts. I didn't know my brain worked that hard. <laughs> no wonder I'm so tired at night, right? If you really work the math out, in a, in a year's time you will have thought 3.5 billion thoughts in a year. Whew. Now to put that into some perspective, think about it. Let's, let's take our thoughts and let's equal them to dollars and say every, those 3.5 billion thoughts were a dollar for every thought, okay? That'd be pretty good, right? <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> so, but, you know, if, you had that mo- if that money was coming into you, you'd be careful about what you were doing, right? You'd be careful about how you spent it, what you did with it, where you put it, uh, th- those kind of things. You'd give some thought to, the, to those dollar bills. And in God's eyes, He wants us to be as careful with our thoughts. He wants us to be uh, purposeful with our thoughts as we would be with $3.5 billion dollars. billion dollars, you can get a little (laughs) unpurposed. You know, you you get the idea where I'm coming from there. He wants us to take and use our thoughts in in a way that's pleasing to Him. The other thing, real quickly, as we start into these these different aspects of what this evaluation that God wants us to do with ourselves, is realize that each one of these things are not individual, single purpose items. It says, um, uh, for example, things. uh, that are pure, that's a plural word, right? Things that are just, things that are lovely. These are all plural words. They're like a subgroup, okay? And it's not totally encompassing. He's not totally listing everything out there but he's giving you a a major overhead category, which can have a lot of things that are underneath of those that, that fit into those categories. And so 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 don't take them as a simple list. They can be a quite quite a, a complex evaluation. You know, just like when your oil starts going down on your dipstick, you know, it, that could be a lot of things. You know, maybe I just haven't changed oil in a while. May, maybe I got a leak somewhere. Maybe the gaskets are coming. You know, there's all kinds of things that could be causing that. And same way with these things that. Uh, he's talking about as we evaluate our lives so let's start with the first one the first gauge there on our dashboard of life here that that he's talking about he said he says first of all those things that are things that are true okay things that are true we're supposed to have our gauge on our dashboard are we focusing on things that are true is our life governed by things that are true and where do we find truth the word of God right the word of God is truth. The words that, that, that Jesus spoke are, are absolutely true. They're, they're, they're the truth there. The very uh, real, uh, um, uh, character and, 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 and of God is based on the reliable and consistent truth that is in the word of God there. And, and he wants us to base our life on truth. The decisions we're making, are they grounded on things that are biblically based or are they things based on what the world has been telling us? You know, if if we're basing it on what the latest college uh, university uh, concept and thoughts are, there's a possibility, a good possibility, that they're not in line with what God says. So, are are we living a life that is is grounded on truth? Is our gauge there pagan out? Yes, truth, 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 truth. Or have we fell into the to the uh, 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 the, 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 the false notion that the, that the world maybe knows a little bit something. Maybe the Bible's old-fashioned, and I don't need to follow it. I'll listen to what the, what the world is saying. Uh, the, the Bible says, no, you need to evaluate your spiritual life based on truth. And then God says, whatsoever things are honest. Honest. God's very character and God's behavior is based on being honest. Satan is what? The father of lies, right? He's the father of lies. No tr- honesty there, but God is one that cannot lie. His very character, his very being is about the truth, uh, 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 being honest and and, and and not telling lies, we can trust the things that he's promised us, the things that he told us. You know, if he says it in the Bible and he's promised it to us in the Bible, we can count it as being done because he's not going to tell a lie. There's not going to be an exception. There's not going to be a like, uh oh, I made a mistake there. You know, he's going to be telling us the on. He's going to be honest with us in the things he says, and we think about that in the blessing part, but also in the not so much blessings part. If he says bad things are going to happen because you do this way, we can count on those things that happen too because he is honest about those things. But then it comes back to us. Are we living, are we walking after God's character? Are we living like what God lives? Are we magnifying God through our lives by living a life that is honest? Or, or do we, we kind of like fudge things a little bit, you know, when it benefits us, that it covers up something we're doing? Or, or, or you know, how, how is our life living? How is that gauge on our dashboard, that gauge of honesty there, how is that going uh, in, in our lives? We need to evaluate that. He goes on and says, Things that are just, uh, just. Uh, that's talking about the commands and the will of God. You know, we're not being biased, we're not being prejudiced about things, but we're conforming to God's standards. And God said it, so I'm going to do it. God said that this is what I need to do. I'm going to do it. Uh, we need to live a just life, live a righteous life, a life that is honoring and pleasing, that's obedient. We're saying trust and obey tonight. You know, that goes good with that. We need to trust and obey him and live a life that is just. And he goes on and says things that are lovely things that are lovely, that, that, that word lovely comes from, the word, word that it comes from has the uh, idea of, of um, I missed one here, but we'll go ahead with lovely and we'll come back to it, uh, to, to meet affection, uh, uh, wor- uh, 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 is, is affection towards others. I'll probably keep myself on track if I just did it this way. Affection towards others. So, so, when he's saying for us to live lovely, and then we look at the gauge there, that gauge is telling us, do we promote God's love that is in us? You know, how much did God love us? He loved us enough to die for us, right? He loves us enough to forgive us uh, no matter what happens in, in our lives. He's there for us and He loves us. Is that the kind of love that? is reflected in our lives? Is, is, our, is our lovely gauge showing that that's the kind of love that we show to the world around us? Or, or, or are we kind of like, you know, I don't really care for that person over there, you know? That person's, you know, got tattoos and earrings and, and you know, maybe doesn't talk right or, or, or has said bad things about me, you know? Uh, do, we, do we allow for some unloveliness in our lives to creep in and not show God's love to people around us? And backing up there, he says, things that are pure things that are pure, things that are untouched by evil. I think today in this world, it's really hard for as Christians, and we got to really guard ourselves against this because so much of the media, so much of the movies and the televisions, are, are, they're grounded on things that are evil. I mean, they're they're promoting that. Hey, these are superhero things, you know, to be be evil like this, to 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 do bad things like this. It's justifiable. It's okay to do those things. We almost honor that. We almost uh, set it above and esteem it above uh, other things, you know. That that you know that that football player or that basketball player that is all snotty and and rough on the field and and excessively abusive. That that's the hero, you know. That's the those aren't things that are pure. Those aren't things that, that are meeting uh, righteous and, and moral standards that God has set forth. They're things that are touched by evil. And so yeah, we look at our, our, our pure gauge, and, and our pure gauge in our life is, is it kind of halfway. Hopefully it's maybe trying to go up to trying to keep our life pure and keep those evil things out of our minds. we got to remember those things that we watch and that we see and that we observe. Those things come into our minds, and they stay there, and they dwell, and they affect the way we, we we act if we're not careful there. Uh, <clears throat> the last thing he says uh, is, as he goes on here, and whatsoever things are of good report, uh, he says those things are of good report. You know, God's interested in our reputation. He's interested in the reputation we have. Not so that people can look at Robert Phillips and say, oh my, you know, he, he's pretty successful. You know, he's doing really well. You know, he's, he, he does all these great things. No, not not so much in that aspect, but our reputation is important is, do people see God when they look at us? When people are observing us, are they, are they seeing God in our lives? Are, are, is, if people that have never seen God or don't even know anything about God or never even thought about God, when they observe your actions at work, are they seeing actions of God? When they see you driving down the street, And, you know, letting people come in the right time. And are they seeing God's action? Are they seeing somebody that's trying to cut people off? That's, you know, being rude? You know, what what kind of actions are they seeing? He says, we're supposed to be of good report. Having that godly character, that positive, constructive attitude. And the last thing he goes on there says, and if there be any virtue in these things... Uh, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, uh, think on these things. And he's talking there about moral excellence. He kind of sums it all up there. Uh, morally, do we tend to take the high grounds? Or do we sometimes slip off and say, you know what, the, world, the world's like this. I can get away with doing it this way. Or do we take the moral high grounds? Doing what's right. You know, giving that change back at the cash register. Uh, 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 you know, uh, um, Telling the truth, even when it's uh, not necessarily in our interest, Uh, uh, giving the bigger piece uh, to our friend or our our brother or sister—you know—when it comes to that, what kind of life is our virtue gauge? Where is our virtue gauge at? Uh, You know, our life um, should, when we meditate on those things, when we think on those things, our our life uh, should be held to the highest degree. Um, He says there, think on those things. And again, our our Sunday school lesson has been about changing our mindset, changing our our attitude, changing uh, the way we think because our actions are guided by the way we think. And those 10,000 thoughts that we think every day are controlling or affecting the way we think. And where are our gauges when it comes to our thought process? Uh, you know, some of them may be a little bit running in the, in the red. Some of them may be in the yellow. Hopefully a lot of them are in the green. You know, but we need to evaluate our lives, check out our lives, and see how our life is living. And use this, this, this uh, 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 evaluation, these gauges that, that God has given us here in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8 and 9. You know, maybe it's, it's something we make a habit, maybe once a month, reading through those. And taking a moment and evaluating our lives, you know, uh, how, how is my, my, my virtue gauge? How is my purity gauge? How is, is all these gauges in my life, how are they doing? It's not a set of to-do lists. It's not a set of rules that we're following, but we're evaluating our life. You know, as, as I read that, I'm thinking to myself as I go through each one of those, how, where's my life on that? But you know what? I can't look at your gauges You're the only one that can observe your gauges, that can check your gauges and to check your status in in your spiritual life. And we need to make sure we read those gauges. I want to read Psalms 1. Most of us are familiar with Psalms 1. And it's kind of interesting how it coincides exactly with Philippians 4 or has a lot of similarity there to Philippians chapter 4. Psalms chapter 1. It says, Blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And so we are supposed to be, uh, uh, we need to judge, we need to evaluate our lives. Uh, where do we stand? If we want to know how we're running the race, if we want to know how we're, we're Uh, progressing in, in this life with Christ, we need to take a time and evaluate our life. You know, that's why I wanted to end this study of laying aside the weights that beset us with that. You know, we, we was started out with talking about being busy, you know, that was pretty hard hitting, you know, because busyness is real easy to creep into our lives and get us overly worked up about things, you know. And, and then we went into this idea of being too much in control, you know, and well, we like being in control, right? <laughs> you know, I, Maybe that's just me. I, you know, I, w- I want to make sure I got all the P's and Q's in a row, you know, and that I'm in control of things, and, and boy, that tongue, you know, this morning, boy, that, that can hit hard sometimes. That You know, we, we, we know what what the Bible says about tongue, our tongue, but sometimes we let it slip and slide, not thinking too much about it. And, and you know, pleasure and bitterness are some of those things we need to lay aside. Uh, judgmentalism, laziness, jealousy, you know, all those things uh, uh, that, that we're supposed to be laying aside, um, <clears throat> And, and we, we learned today, about we, we, tonight, about this 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 evaluation tool, these gauges that we can use to judge. Are we laying these things aside? Are we getting rid of those things? Are we living a life that Christ would want us to have us? But the thought I want to leave you with, and the thing I really want you to think about is, you know, we all have a dipstick in our car. I take that back. Some cars don't have dipsticks, but I, I digress there. <laughs> we, we have a way of checking the oil in our car, but you know, if you never pull the dipstick out and, and check it, does it do you any good? You know, if, if, if you don't check uh, the, the, the water in the radiator and when the, when the heat light comes on, does it do us any good? You know, we can, if we don't evaluate our life, if we don't go through this evaluation process and think about and reflect on those things and meditate on those things, where, where do I stand with God on these things? It's not going to do us any good. We'll just keep going down the road the same old way we're going. We're not going to get any more Christ-like. We're not going to get any more, uh, a better spiritual life. We're not going to have a better understanding of who God is. We're not going to be able to understand Scripture any better because we're not making any changes. But we really need to take the time and evaluate ourselves. Not something we like to do, but we need to do it. We need to sit down and go through these things. Maybe pick out maybe two of them to start with the first, first month or the first week and say, okay, I'm going to think on this thing. Am I, am I being tr- basing my life on truth? Am I being honest? And then move on to the next two and then add the next two. And, and, and just rotate through those. But we need to take time to evaluate ourselves, And that's the only way we're going to be able to run the race that God has put before us. And the only way we're going to be able to finish and have well done, that good and faithful servant, uh, as we stand before God in heaven. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much um, for your word. We thank you for what, you, what Paul has, has put before us here and about running this race of life, Lord, uh, doing the work that you've put before us to do. And Lord, I'm glad you've given us a, a way to, to gauge and evaluate our life and our standing before you. that We know you love us but we know we can become closer and more like you in in, in all ways as we mature in our life. And Lord, just help us to take the time to honestly evaluate our life, to honestly go through and and critique ourselves uh, and find ways. May the Holy Spirit help us be honest with ourselves, and the Holy Spirit direct us in changes that we can make to to be more uh, uh, in line with the way you would have us to walk and to live. Where we seek to, to be more like you to show the world Christ through the way we live our lives and Lord I pray that you will help us do that and become more faithful again we pray for Preacher and his travels we pray for Mark and, and, and his um, <clears throat> the, the sickness and we continue to pray for Colleen and, and the surgery coming up for her and, and Kathy uh, as she uh, continues to heal from this fall Lord continue to be with each one uh, of these be with Gladys as, as she continues to get her strength back as well and Lord just take uh, Take us from this place and give us a have, us, have a, a great week. And Lord, especially help help us to be able to tell others about you. We ask these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. All right. Don't forget July 2nd. Real quickly here on the announcements. July second, we have the um, uh, the the uh, uh, Freedom Feast there at the church nursery worker meeting on June twenty fifth. Uh, be sure and, and put that on your calendar. Working in the nursery on June twenty fifth and uh, teen camps. Uh, the, the donation deadline is uh, June eighteenth for those things for for the donations. So um, if you don't have anything else. We're dismissed. So.